Howdy neighbors, it's Sako Toomey, also known as Casvoid, and today we're doing session zero of the Mage the Ascension game, as luck would have it. All right, let's meet our players. I'm Jace Maxwell, and I will be playing Max Toulon. I am Lloyd Coleman, also known as Anageek5150, and I am playing Oren Pritchard. I'm Christina Poe, and I'm playing Reyna Tremblay. I'm Katarina Albrecht, and I am playing Portia. She does have a last name, but I do not remember <laughs> it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, let's do this one by one, because um, you all awaken in different ways. I'll start with Max. I get to be the guinea pig. Woo! You are early to your GM's D&D game. Instead of your heavy friend Steve in the GM seat, you see a green being with horns and a giant underbook. What do you uh, do? Uh, are you cosplaying? What? What are you talking about? This, this, this outfit. What are you wearing? He looks at his hands and he's like, oh shit! And he turns back into Steve. Um, blinking a lot. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, or, um, how, how did you do that? I, um, I just do it. Is there, like, a projector or something? No I projector. I am, like, looking around the room. No projector. All right. Uh, roll enigmas and intelligence. Let's try intelligence. Okay. Well, nothing Using in reason to come up with the logical reason why this might be a thing. Are we still using Samitsi? Uh, yeah. For the time being. Is there a difficulty? Uh, difficulty seven. Two successes. And for those of you who have not played, just look at what I typed in there. Yeah, um, you can tell the bot to, first you wake up the bot by forward slash M, then you tell it how many dice you've got, and then you tell it what the difficulty is, and it will, it will tell you your role. So, um... Go ahead and, with two successes, 
you realize what if this guy really is an orc? And he's just pretending to be human. That is so far removed from Max's worldview. Exactly. Exactly. So because of the shock that that realization has upon you, you see him for what he really is. You see every molecule that makes his being. You see every vein in his body, every touch of his nervous system, every everything that makes him a being at all, let alone a humanoid. And you get one arete. Okay. Actually, three arete. Oh, okay. I have to click away from it to get every dot. (laughs) Yep. Three arete. And I am just, like, pacing around the chair. Like, not even subtly looking him over. Because if I'm looking at his... You're basically, basically seeing his insides at, and everything. You are basically seeing his insides. And um, I'm comparing it mentally to my textbooks. Um, most of it is humanoid enough to where you can make the correlation. Yeah, that's However, what he's doing. there is something about his DNA that is wildly different. You've never seen anything like it. Yeah, he's, basically Max is doing a com- compare and contrast. Yes. Um, because that's the only that's his gut reaction is the hell am I looking at? So take <laughs> take one in life and one in prime. Okay. One in life, one in prime. Come on, prime. Prime. Okay, and then the life dot disappeared. <laughs> oh. That's unfortunate. I finally got it to cooperate. This uh, The sheet doesn't like to uh, handle multiple dots at once. Oh, I got you. And Steve is like, sigh. And he lets his mask fall. And he is an orc. Have you been like this the whole time we've known each other? I have. My parents brought me over from the hedge. And I am... I am what you see. I got drunk last night and I was a little hungover this morning and I forgot. And Max cannot help himself but like reach out to touch like without asking permission or anything it's just the curiosity and he just and he just looks alarmed at you for a second and then sigh 
And then the 20 questions start. <laughs> and then the 20 questions start. Okay, so basically you learn that he is of a Sele court. He is a he is an orc, um, which under the rules of changeling, he is a a, a troll. Um he his parents are technically changelings and they brought him over to the real world to escape Arcadia because um their master was particularly oppressive. So they are forever in hiding of their master. And um, him goofing up and forgetting to put his mask on is catastrophic. So please, please don't tell anyone about this. Holy, holy moly, please don't tell anybody about this. But here's the, the, the question. How did... Does you dropping your mask let me see inside of you? What? No. Because I was looking inside you. Oh. Uh, he blushes. No, like, no, like, organs and veins and shit. Oh. Um, I'm sorry that you had to view my shit. Steve, you know what my major is. I... Um, but I I did not I don't so understand seeing, why seeing internal see... stuff is not disturbing to me of course okay <laughs> I'm just um, confused at why I could do that um so I don't know what that means and I dare suspect that you um, might be stuck in the dreaming or become a, a lightning person. The who's you what now? Yeah. So I know a lady who is really good at that stuff and she might be able to tell you why or what is happening to you. Her name is Gladys Edge and you immediately recognize that name as the name of your professor. You just put together a study group to get through her class. I, I, I know her. Well, um, get to know her better because she can teach you a lot more than just physics. That sounds like some Mrs. Robinson shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get to know her like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, what do you need from me? 
Besides, I mean, secrecy. I know keep I know that secrecy. Is... That's that's kind of obvious. Like, do you need any like support or anything? No. Well, your secrecy would be support. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Like, do you have anyone to talk to about this stuff? In my parents. Well, they're pretty open-minded when it comes to this stuff. They kind of taught me about it. Um, well, let me check with... Um, what's her last name? Edge. Gladys Edge. Uh, let me check with Professor Edge. Find out if I am one of these things. Because, um, like, what do your people your family and everything think of if I am what you think I am, what do they think of us? Um, like, would they see me as someone that could be a potential at least good person to have around? Um, you could be a good person or you could be a trespasser. Um, you have the capability of going to Arcadia um you it's it's your your guises are not if you turn out to be one of them um you're not uncommon in arcadia um and try not to just take stuff that doesn't belong to you and if you have thoughts like maybe this doesn't belong to me then leave it alone that that is my advice Okay. And, uh, but generally you're good people. You just, sometimes you don't do your homework before you go traipsing around. But I suspect you will. Probably. I hope I will. You're addicted to homework. (laughs) So I'm feeling called out now. Okay, so that has happened to you. Um, I'm going to give you one spot of correspondence because you know exactly where he is at all times now. Is that a dot in the correspondence track or is that something else? That is a dot in the correspondence track. Okay. So you will always remember where he is and you kind of have like um because of the way that you saw him and felt his existence um it is now permanently etched in your mind. Cool cool. Okay. Reina Are you still with us? Maybe not. I am. Oh, you if are. If you can hear okay. me. Okay. Yes. She's here. Hear. We can now hear you. <laughs> you, my dear, you awake at 3 a.m. to a clatter in your room.
What the hell was that? It is still dark, so you can wits and awareness. Difficulty six, because it's your bedroom. Okay. What would I put as the uh, letter, like slash what? Uh, M slash space number of dice. So the dots that make up your wits at plus the dots that make up your awareness is your total dice pool. Okay. And then, so put that dice pool in your, uh, as the next thing you type. And then the next number is the difficulty, which is six. Okay. Three, Three successes. successes. Awesome. Not only do you see your ring dish, which had rings and stuff in it, has toppled to the floor. You see your grandmother, who's been dead 20 years, standing by your door. Is this a dream? She looks at you confused. I feel the same way. What are you doing in my room? Um... I am here to take care of you and make sure you're okay. I appreciate I'm, it, but I I am think protecting I got it. you. I am protecting you from another entity which has been causing disturbances in your house. Oh, okay. In my house but it is now your house. So, in your house. <laughs> Our house. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good to see you. Uh, it's it's wonderful to see you too, darling. I don't I'm understand I'm amazed why. that you can, you can see me. I don't understand why you can see me all of a sudden. Have you always been here? Or... I... Mostly keep to the library, but um, the this dark entity has been having me all over the house lately. Dark entity. Dark entity. Um, is that something I should definitely be worried about? Um... I would recommend using sage or rosemary and okay. burn it and smoke the house. Okay. That might that might help. Okay, cuz the way you said that I was like, "Oh no. <laughs> Maybe I should move." <laughs> no, don't move. This house has a lot of power to it. However, um, it could use a cleansing. It could use a cleaning out. Okay. So first smudge the house, retain whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. and then 
um, take a broom and sweep all the dirt um, outside of your door. Just take all the dirt in the house and sweep it out your door. And okay. that should that should do it, I hope, because you will be sweeping the entity along with the dirt. Okay. Yeah, I remember something like this from my childhood. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I had your mother do it. Okay. Gets up um, and does that. <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning you're like i'm yeah. gonna do it right now <laughs> dark entity no thanks you um have some rosemary drying in your kitchen so you you know are welcome to take it down bind it with string and then you may light it and just kind of carry it around the house and let the smoke permeate everything you own which is mostly you know stuff that you've gained hereditarily you know you've you've inherited it yep so mm. a lot of that in a lot of that furniture is from your grandmother or your great grandmother as far as you understand it, your great grandmother is the and great grandfather are the ones who built the house. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you have been the uh, out of curiosity. Have you considered um, having siblings in your storyline? No. Okay, um, so only child? Yeah, puts a lot of pressure on me to keep the bloodline going. Yeah. So, um, and exactly that is the grandmother is like, so do you have, any, do you have a man in your life? <laughs> no, grandma. <laughs> well, you should. You're young, you're beautiful, you should be able to to snatch a man. I'll, have some uh, grandchildren. I I would love some great grandchildren. I'll get right on that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take one in rete. Okay. One in spirit. Okay. And one in life. Okay. You look at the clock and it is still 3 a.m. Game one in time. Wow. What? Okay. I'm just going to go back to bed. <laughs> and you go back to bed. All right, Oren, your teacher, Professor Edge, is helping you with a lab. Okay. Heat is required for an experiment that you are doing, and you see a tiny lightning bolt spark from her finger and light the burner. He immediately starts 
setting your hands and just professor or do you have like an arc lighter or something uh i do i do not but let me walk you through um just how i did that um lightning is an electric discharge which is the flow of electrons from a pole with an excess of these particles to another pole with a deficiency the magnitude of the difference in electrons between these poles is called voltage and the greater it is the stronger will be the electric current when it starts to flow i stir the electrons from pole to pole and kazap and it arcs and rekindles the fire yeah game, game but, one in a rete We start with zero, correct? We start with zero, but gain three in rete, excuse me. Okay. Uh, same with you, Christina. It was a three in rete. I keep forgetting. <clears throat> I keep forgetting. I'm starting you at three, not one. But he looks at her face and he's like, but how did you stir them you're just using your hands so during the thunderstorm water droplets in the clouds collide with one another releasing electrons in the process the electrons are attracted to the earth which is positively charged with the respect to the clouds they can't flow easily through air however because air is an electric insulator consequently they build up like water behind a dam until the voltage becomes so great that even air can't stop them. At that point, a lightning bolt occurs and she, in her hand, a cloud starts. Little sparks connect with each of her fingers. She closes them to make one bolt and and she rekindles the fire he doesn't take his hand, his eyes off her hands and he slowly reaches over and pulls his notebook into his hand pulls the pencil out of the um, the wire bound starts writing doesn't know exactly what he's writing but he's just basically descri uh, describing what he in, in his writing what she was doing even though he doesn't understand it okay so, what I'm going to show you is, and you can do this too, right? What's going to happen is your fingers are acting as a conductor, right? All, five tiny conductors. And you are taking the electrons that build within them, you are multiplying them. And a cloud should form. Alright, he... You are pulling the moisture from the air and you are making a cloud in your hand. 
Okay. Now, so enigmas and because you're coming at this from a logical point rather than a following your intuition point, you are going to roll um, enigmas and intelligence. Okay. Difficulty eight, because what is going on here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Intelligence plus enigmas. You said it was difficulty eight? Difficulty eight. One success. One success. You manage to do exactly as she says. You imagine pulling the water from the air and you create a light, a tiny cloud in your hand. He kind of goes wide-eyed. It just starts kind of like laughing in amazement. What? This is awesome! It's just like I, <clears throat> I didn't know this was possible. I thought we usually needed like a Tesla or something. Um, Teslas help. They do. But we don't need one. Interesting. He writes, he goes back to his notebook that he's now laid on the lab table and starts writing again. Okay. Now, the next step is to take those electrons and build them up within the water droplets. Okay. Okay, from here, enigmas plus intelligence, difficulty seven, because you're starting to get it. <clears throat> and you said difficulty seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, one success. One success! Just enough to where you are building up an electric charge within the cloud steadily building steadily building steadily building to the point where air will no longer contain it and it sparks against your finger you feel a little burn like a tingle kind of like when you touch a battery to the end of your tongue you know there's like a little tingle but it doesn't hurt you he kind of go. He he goes even more wide eyed, and he's just like, <laughs> I never thought it was possible. Even even technology, I didn't know it was possible to do something like this with biological matter. With biological matter, we are human conductors. <laughs> it is electricity that runs through our bodies and. You are learning to manipulate that. Take three in arete, if you haven't already. Um, one in forces. One in forces? Mm -hmm. Let's see, there it is. Okay. And 
Let's see. So she's like, okay, do it one more time and I will grade you on your process. Okay. So one more time, intelligence plus enigmas, difficulty six this time because you think you've got it. Three successes. You do swimmingly. Cloud forms. Little droplets fall into your palm. And kazap. This is kind of fun. <laughs> As it should be. Alright. A plus. Do, do, do. Writes it down. <clears throat> if you have any questions... Uh, in the future regarding this sort of method because not everyone is privy to this method mind you <clears throat> then um, please feel free to come to me uh, anytime here's my card uh, it has a number that you can get a hold of me by okay. and um, I hope your journey is an exciting one he takes the card, looks it over, flips it back and forth. He carries a um, um, business card holder with mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. So he opens it up. It has two clips in it. One has his business cards and one, one side is empty. Mm -hmm. And he takes her card, slides it into the empty, empty spot, spot, pulls out one of his and hands it to her. T gladly takes it, slips it in her coat pocket. <laughs> Hooray! I can, I can already tell this is going to be a fun semester. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. Sage. Yes. Professor Edge, which you've had a couple of classes with her so far and she seems very personable very friendly she comes to you after class one day and says hey um you are an excellent student i um have also noticed that you are you have a uh, good taste um, I have an art opening that I am attending, and I would love if you came with me and assisted me. I have some art that I am submitting to this gallery, and um, I need an extra pair of hands. Would you be willing to help me? I would be absolutely honored. <clears throat> so... You know, she says, you know, meet me at X place at X time. And X place happens to be her house, which is uh, technically a, um, a condo that is in a apartment building uh, that is known for having condos. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so you hobble the art down the stairs and 
throw it in your car and um, you she gives you directions to the club where the art opening will be happening and asks you to drive there um, and to meet her there. Okay. Now, once you are there, you are walking through, looking for her, for someone to hand this painting off to, you know, looking for somewhere to go. And the club is dimly lit, but lit in such a way to highlight the art that is already on the walls. Um, they, the, uh, a tall woman in a red dress comes to you and says, oh, darling, please let me take that from you. She is alluring. You don't normally feel that way towards people, but she is beautiful. Oh my goodness. As soon as your hands are empty, a person walks by and hands you a flute of champagne. Thank you very much. And next thing you know, there are three people flocking around you. Oh, what's your name? Hi, I'm I'm Espen. Uh, hi, Espen. I'm uh, come up with a name on the fly. <clears throat> uh, Marion. I'm Marion. Uh, why don't you come with me? Um, sure. And she kind of starts to give you a tour of the art. <clears throat> I am a patron of the arts. I might be purchasing the painting that you just brought in. I do hope that you will be hanging out for the for the opening itself which I opens had, in five minutes i had planned on it oh um well have i convinced you maybe to stay i i, I think you could say that oh great that's wonderful she is going to attempt to seduce you. Oh, okay. Um, roll uh, wits plus awareness difficulty seven. Threshold of one. Nice. Not only are you not 
seduced by this being, but she smells like death. Um, if, if you would excuse me, I just need to uh, powder my nose. Oh, of course. And Bathroom I is that way. Beat a hasty retreat. <laughs> All right, you are in the bathroom of the nightclub. Sorry, I'm just making notes. <laughs> of course. You know me and my notes. Yeah, I know you and your notes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. All the... I didn't the, notice the private chat. Oh my gosh. The private chat has been popping off. <laughs> it has been popping off. Uh, so Espen will take a few moments to collect themselves. And uh, then move back into the nightclub and try to find Professor Edge. Professor Edge walks through the door with another painting in her hand. I rush over. Uh, may I assist you? Oh, please. And hands the painting to you. Um, well, Marion there uh, totally took the painting from you before. So as far as you know... Um, maybe take the second painting to her, maybe? Okay, I will, <clears throat> I will do that. Oh, thank you. And she puts it on the wall in an empty spot. So, are you here with anyone? That would depend strongly on the definition of with. Oh. Well, would you mind keeping me company tonight? I think that could be arranged. Another person walks by with another fluid of champagne. This time there are strawberries in it. Mmm, strawberries. Mmm. Um, stamina plus... Look at a character sheet. <laughs> do, 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 do. Role-playing. White wolf. Cannon. MTA character sheet. Stamina plus. Oh my god, please load. <laughs> it's like you have 8 million fields to fill out. Kachunk, uh. kachunk, kachunk, kachunk. <laughs> um, stamina and. Hmm. 
roll straight stamina for now. Okay. Uh, difficulty six. One success. All right. Um, you feel a light buzz, but you're not drunk yet. It is tasty. It is wonderful. And somehow the lady who is carting you around the nightclub showing you art, some of it is really good, some of it is really terrible. <laughs> um, ain't that always the way. <laughs> ain't that always the way. She um, She seems even more alluring and beautiful than she did before the drink. Hmm. Um, and you, she smiles and you catch that she has sharp canines. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Hold on. Maybe I like that. Um, she kind of like leans in and smells you and I love your cologne. Uh, thank you. I don't use any. Oh, well, whatever body wash you're using is definitely working for you. Thank you. Please, won't you join me in the broom closet? Um, okay. <laughs> she finds the broom closet. She opens it for you. There is totally space enough for two people in here. She ushers you inside. Cozy. And... She kind of like touches your jaw and kind of like leans in to plant a smooch on your neck. Do you let her? Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you previously had 10 quintessence. You now have eight. You gain three in arete, and you are experiencing the most ecstatic, wonderful feeling you have ever experienced. Lovely. It is wonderful. Um, but you see her skeleton. You see just how old she is. You see entropy kind of like eating away at her. And you gain one in entropy. That was certainly illuminating. All of a sudden, her flesh fills out, she takes a breath, 
and life breathes anew. Take one in life and one in matter. Life. matter so that said she you feel like in such a way that you could probably tell her to do anything and she would probably do it interesting because you feel like you could possibly use her as a puppet. Very, very interesting. If I had a beard, I would be stroking it. <laughs> well, that, that was invigorating. Um, I agree. And she, she looks amazing. If she was beautiful before, she is absolutely stunning now. She opens the broom door. Broom door. She <laughs> opens the broom closet door and kind of like ushers you back out. She is given a glass that is black in color, and she sips from it, and she winks at you and lets you to your own devices. Now, when you look at the patrons that are in the club, you see them all for what they are. You see auras that are pale. You see auras that are pastel in color. And people who seemed like they were full of life before now look gaunt. And you see them with their fangs. Oh my. I would say about half of the um, patrons of the opening are possibly vampires because you're putting two and two together. And the others are, you know, normal humans who want nothing more than to schmooze. Well, this has been very interesting, very enlightening. However, comma, now would be an excellent time to get the hell out of here. Indeed. <laughs> you rush out of the club, M Madam Professor Edge watches you as you skitter out she runs after you and before you get in your car she says are you okay um i 
I've had a very interesting evening. Uh, define e interesting. Uh, if I tell you this, you are going to think I'm completely insane. I have an open mind and I am willing to listen. <laughs> so, um, I think I just got bitten by a vampire. And now I can see things that I couldn't see before. See what things? Like auras? And uh, people with fangs. Well, I believe that you have awakened. I've been awake for the last 14 hours. What are you talking about? I mean, spiritually. Now that you see auras, now that you see that which gives things life and gives things death, I believe that you may manipulate those things with practice. Um, and, and you know about this stuff? I do. I am very well versed in it. Okay. Um, I am going to have some questions for you when I've processed this a little bit more. She takes out a business card and hands it to you. When you come up with those questions, feel free to contact me at this number. Thank you very much. I, I will. I will let you take the evening to process what's happening to you. And um, I do hope that your journey is an exciting one. Thank and you. she walks towards the club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Magic's mommy, yeah. All right, Portia. Last but not least. I am here! Hooray! <laughs> I now, your awakening is yes. something that is a little more gradual. So okay. what has happened is your... You had a really good baking day and you discovered that baking really is chemistry on a different level. Nice. And you have figured out that with this, with a little bit of salt and some sugar and some flour and some vanilla extract and some almond extract, as well as maybe a kiss. <laughs> you 
have made cookies that can cure depression. <gasps> At least by your theory. Well, I feel better anyway, so. So, do you consume one of these cookies? Yeah, and then I have another one because they are fucking delicious and I have some zero impulse control occasionally. You gain a rete three. Matter one. Oh, shoot. Okay. And you start to think of ways that you could improve this recipe. You eventually figure out just the right time to bake them so you gain one in time because you slowly figure out that if you concentrate, you can speed time up or slow time down. Ooh. You all know exactly how long it takes for a cookie to bake. And to have an effect on people like this will, oops, this will cure depression, this will heal a cold, this will um, make it so refeeding is uh, less difficult on the body. Ooh, um, easily you, uptake nutrients. Nice. You gain one in life. Fancy. Okay, sorry. Fancy. So, do you decide to give your life giving cookies to anyone? Um, or do you hide them all for yourself? Oh no, I'm totally gonna give them away, like to like people I care about or people who look like they need them. I'm just like, you know, I've been really involved in all my political work, plus my homework's been a mess. So I don't really know what to do with them for the moment because I'm sure they're useful. Happy to get rid of them. Happy to give them away. Obviously, saving about five for myself at least, but I can make more because I'm a genius. Because apparently, apparently. So, um, um, but yeah, I don't know who to give them to at the moment. So, well, the first people that you it occurs to you that you could give them to is your study group. I like this. We could definitely use this for our pre-study. It'll make studying better. It'll make I can study. add extra concentration points. Mm. Um, Maybe I'll make a tea to go with it. Everybody likes tea with cookies. Hot chocolate. Yes. Ooh, but non-sleepy hot chocolate and concentration hot chocolate. Take one in mind. Okay. And with that, you understand how certain herbs have an effect on brain chemistry. You can make it sleepy time. You can make it con caffeine concentrated. You can make it um, 
you can make them concentrate harder with a little bit of like marijuana. You mm. can you can make it so that it is more relaxing, more hypering. Hypering is that a word? More mm, uh, rising. I'll I'll put it. Cool. And I'm gonna. So at study group, which means the rest of you are present, you are offered some delicious looking cookies. They and hot smell, chocolate, y'all. And hot chocolate. It is, it smells divine. I will be basically i will be the last one i want one and i want the hot chocolate but everyone else has to go first <laughs> <laughs> you smell something's up eh no because max has so little self-esteem that he is the least important person in the room oh <laughs> well so, I don't mind if I do. Excellent. I noticed Mac, or your name's Max? No, it's not. Yes, it is. I noticed Max is shying away and kind of like pulled back a little. So I have decided to hand him a chocolate and like two cookies because clearly he needs some extra lovins. He <laughs> clearly so. And you feel, Max feels loved. Mm -hmm when he bites into that cookie he feels <laughs> the endorphins flush he feels warm and fuzzy he feels like he's home but he's not home he is like sitting in the study room uh in this conference room like you know going over your notes but and... but you have hot chocolate that is making you super alert and super easy to focus and and you feel like like validation has finally come your way and and Portia sees you for the awesome person you are and noticing that I feel this way because I have a second cookie everyone's gonna see Max just glaring at the cookie <laughs> what he is doing is he is trying to make that x-ray vision happen that x-ray vision <laughs> he doesn't know how anything works so he's just staring at the cookie trying to see inside of it <laughs> see how it works you see every molecule that makes up this cookie. You see the... <laughs> you see the actual makeup, like, scientifically. Like, what sh the ingredients she used, you can tell... Um, and you're translating it in your head to each component, each um, each 
ingredients. Extra touches I added. Any extra touches that she added, and you're like, I could probably recreate this. Rena sees his reaction and understands how he's feeling and is now worried that there may be drugs in the cookie. Um, I'll try one anyway you try one and you feel similar Um, despite the fact that you got less sleep last night uh, as far as you understand it um, you're you feel reinvigorated this is a second wind that suddenly hits you you feel that you could probably do anything okay yeah i'm still not sure whether there's still not sure whether there's but do you look at i appreciate it Oh, absolutely. I make eye contact and take a huge bite of one of my cookies and a big drink of it to show that it's not poisonous and I'm willing to drink it as well. (laughs) If you look at it... Meaningful eye contact. I appreciate that example. You taste certain herbs in these cookies and you know the effects that those herbs have on the human body so if you want to think of it as taking drugs you can but these are legal (laughs) so it's not that so it's not that um these are like illegal drugs but um she somehow got a hold of some wormwood which gives it kind of like a licorice flavor to it and also pot's she... legal in canada fyi oh also <laughs> pot is legal in montreal so um <laughs> there is a little bit of that in I grew the around. Yeah, I grew up around various herbs and ways of making medicine because of my family. So once I taste the herbs, I start to understand that it's not, she's not trying to poison us or anything. She's trying to make something delicious and also medicine. And I really appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah, I smile through an entirely huge bite of cookie because I've shoved the rest of it in my mouth. I am (laughs) kind of tall. (laughs) (laughs) excellent all right so all of you should have an arete three (laughs) which is excellent so how this works is if you want to use a magical effect like your vision or your um for instance Orin with his forces power um, what's going to happen is you're going to roll a rete, and the number that you have in your um, yeah, hold on. Governing you, stat. You roll a rete, and. The number that you have 
lowers the difficulty. It does. There is a number that... Oh, um, the number of successes on how you did that, right? So where if you understand science and intelligence and you're using science to create that lightning again, then what you're going to do is roll your intelligence and science and that is your focus. So what that does is whatever successes you get out of that, that lowers your difficulty. So then you're going to infuse it with magic. You roll your arete with the minuses to your difficulty, which is usually starts at six. And then you can make it easier and easier depending on the focus that you're using. And how many you know, successes you get out of your focus. And that is how you do magical effects. Now, Gladys, at some point, texts all of you and lets you know that some of the things that you are learning to do um, try not to let everybody in the world know because their reality differs from yours and if you try to change their reality then um, they might say no and what happens is the universe will buck. Now, how you perceive or how you interpret that is up to you. I respond back. Um, I met a troll. Is it okay to tell him? Um, yes. And a thumbs up back. Also, you should introduce me. (laughs) (laughs) I have eaten brownies with absolutely no drugs in them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh when when uh uh orange phone goes off everybody kind of, kind of gets a surprise because it's loud Whoa. and it's the um Star Trek hailing frequency <laughs> but it's so loud that it catches everybody off guard but um he answers back saying it's like I will definitely get in contact with you because this is something I never could encompass my mind around. No problem. Um, If you are interested in staying after class tomorrow, then I can show you a couple more tricks. Have I realized everybody else is magical too or am I just like completely oblivious? Currently, you are completely oblivious, but you cool. received this text as well. Oh, I did. Basically, everyone's phones blew up at the same everyone's time. Everyone's phone blew up at the same time, and if you actually pay attention, it is a group text. So each time you guys answer back, 
it sends to everybody. So y'all know I know a troll. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody knows he knows a troll. Rip. Do we know that he knows a troll, or do we think he means, like, a troll? Take that. Interpret that however you want to interpret that. Honestly, I say out loud, you really should just not even engage the trolls. It's just useless. <laughs> just, just don't take it from them. me. I keep trying. It's a terrible, terrible idea. Don't feed them either. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this this is the moment where Max actually catches on that he sent that to everybody. <laughs> and he's just like wide-eyed blinking at the group. Wait. All of all of us? Apparently like, so. Like with the weird weirdness. If any of you actually manage to ignite your vision at each other, you all notice that you have sparkly auras. How do we do that? I didn't you... think I made these cookies that strong, y'all. I am sorry, but I'm seeing some stars. Anybody else? <laughs> um, the one thing you will notice different with uh, Orin's is that he actually has um, kind of like a electrical field going through his eyes. And he doesn't see himself because, I mean, he's not looking in a mirror, but that's what you see on top of the aura itself. Okay, I definitely like hit my head or something. Y'all, like, there's some... Mm. Y'all are sparkling and there is some, like, weirdness going on. I'm gonna sit down. She puts her head between her knees and starts breathing deeply. <laughs> where are we? <laughs> sit down. You are in a conference room where you usually meet for study group, which is in kind of like part of the school library. Okay. There are co and, uh, conference rooms around the edges, entrances at the top, bathroom at the bottom. Any plants? Yeah. Okay. I'm Max is going right to the plant to to look at the biology of it. <laughs> you just it, it's nothing it's not like he's he's basically just curious about every fucking thing right now. Right <laughs> now you see the strands that it makes it up, you see the very the very code that makes up this plant and you get the impression that with a little coaxing and you've heard that if you sing to a plant that it, it might help it grow you know that um, if you just expand this this and this you could probably help it grow I'm going to attempt that <laughs> okay so go ahead and roll intelligence science difficulty six let's see four and seven difficulty six three successes 
three successes. So go ahead and roll a red day, difficulty three. Failure. Um, it does what you tell it to do, but it grows thorns and the thorns slash your hands. And I look at my hand. It is... Like, no, like, look deep into it. You do. (laughs) (laughs) It, the wound is not... How do I put this? It is deeper in such a way that it wounds your soul. And the inside of your hand looks like a galaxy. That's new. You know that if you trace your finger along the wound, it will probably seal. That was the goal by for, of looking at it in the first place. Yep. <laughs> it will probably seal. And so um, I'm going to say wits plus science. Difficulty six. All right. Three successes. Arete, difficulty three. Three successes. They seal. They leave scars, but they seal. And y'all see Max go back for the plant again. <laughs> Basically, he's trying Take one in paradox. Okay, so the way that Paradox works is every time you fail an Arete roll, what happens is you, or you don't make a threshold, um, you suffer damage from the universe. Now, this could be an echo of some kind, like if you walk by a cow, the milk spoils, or... Um, dogs bark at you, or um, water will start to boil, or grass will start to grow, or some some kind of echo might happen. But um, in general, sometimes you'll take physical damage. So what happened to um, Max was that he took... Um, wild damage from his spell but because he took the damage from the effects of the spell he could seal it and um, because it's not paradox damage it's technically um, 
normal damage, but from a spell effect, if that makes sense. Cool. Um, usually the way that you get rid of Paradox is you burn it off at a node. And we'll get into nodes when we get into session one and session two and session three. Um, you know, what, who's on first? What's on second? What? <laughs> No, but you guys see Max getting kind of obsessive with actually trying to cut himself open and heal the wounds. Oh, <laughs> if you do so, then gain let's see. As you cut yourself in the future, you do notice um, it is just meat. It is not the galaxy that you saw before. But um, you can unknit. You start to realize that you don't even need to cut yourself. You can just will your skin to split. And then you can will it back together. Yeah, he's um, he's in full. Okay, there, mode. buddy. Okay, <laughs> buddy. Stop this. This looks really painful. I have some cells. <laughs> he just looks back up. Huh? What? What? My first aid kit's in my now. In my it bag. does hurt. Dude, come here. When you do that, it does hurt when you do that. But honestly, it is <laughs> kind of amazing that your very will can split and close. I'm trying Portia, to shake you don't him understand. out of it. You don't understand, Nancy. Portia. I can it, put people together with my sure, head. Sure, you can. I know that this is where... How much have you studied? Have you slept? What are you talking about? This is... Sit down, please. Stop trying to hurt yourself with that damn plant. What the hell, man? Your skin splits open and you don't seem to be able to close it. Oh. I take out my first aid kit and start doctoring it up because, you know, I am prepared and to it's be a, on the front line. Yeah, it's like, it's like up his arm. What have you been doing to yourself? And Do I need to make sure you go see a counselor? Like, I have connections. We can get you seen at the Student Wellness Center. This is not healthy. Also, Portia realizes that she has a solve she knows the recipe of a solve that will protect his muscles while his skin re-knits. Stitches are probably going to be required. He's probably going to need stitches. But I mean, a solve... I am an actual medical doctor. So. Yeah. So, um... Espen... Help, help! Is there a doctor in the house? No. <laughs> so... You rang? But Max is, instead of, you know, being His horrified, he's just like, I did this with my mind. <laughs> I, 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 I opened all of this. I my, just thinking. Opened, but, but we need to close it now, sweetie. 
yeah, that's fine. <laughs> do I have to missing stop with the, me? You're missing the, the, the wonder here. Oh, Is no, anyone no. going to attempt to... One, who has life? I have I life. Um, two, are you going to use life to close his wounds? Yes. Okay. So... Um, the question becomes, are you guys pooling your dice together? Sure. Yeah. So you are working mm -hmm. together. You can pool your dice. So Great. go ahead and <clears throat> roll your focuses, which will probably be intelligence. Medicine. Medicine, indeed. Difficulty okay. six. Aha! I feel like dice rolling. So what am I doing? Sorry. Medicine and intelligence. Difficulty six. Two successes for Espen. Intelligence and... Medicine. I don't have any medicine, so I'm just full Then it's straight intelligence. Okay. Well, straight-ish. <laughs> Take that as you will. Queer intelligence. Queer intelligence. <laughs> oh, you put a comma. Oops. That was... Okay, my bad. I know what I'm doing, I promise. Again. Try that again, yeah. Huff. Oh. oh. Ooh. Okay, so what happens is um, if uh, Portia touches the wound, it begins to fester. Oh, God. I'm making it worse. I'm so sorry. Um. Portia, sweetie, I think you need to go and, and be over yeah, there. Yeah, let's sit this one out. Yeah. She goes to wash her hands and then comes back and has more hot chocolate and another cookie because she's pretty down on herself at this point. Max downs the second cookie. <laughs> <laughs> when, I pass them around and offer refills on everybody's hot chocolates. When Portia comes back in, uh, Orin actually reaches into his laptop bag and throws her a bottle of uh, hand sanitizer. Thank you. I catch it because I'm a little bit athletic. <laughs> the hand sanitizer does seem to kill whatever festering um, anti, you know, uh, secretion from your hand or whatever. The oils in your hands are no longer acidic. They are cleansed by the hand sanitizer. Okay, but she didn't use the hand sanitizer on my arm. No. Because <laughs> no, that, that would that, scream. That would not be a good idea. Also, I'm just like squeegeeing it, trying to keep my hands as far away from anything as possible and very confused as to why my hands did that because like I'm still under the impression that it was just my super intelligent chemistry skills and whatever that has created these cookies and hot chocolate, not that I'm actually magical. I'm in <laughs> denial at the moment. <laughs> I'm sure there's an rational explanation for all this. But okay. um, your 
yeah, your medicine check didn't didn't work out. Um, Espen will continue to Doctor Max's wound. Okay. Um, are you going to infuse it with magic? Yes. Then roll arete difficulty four. successes. All right. Thus, you kind of like stitch it closed, put the solve over it, put the bandage over that. He's going to be fine. You could do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, Oren looks over at Max, kind of quizzically, and he's like, you know your mother's going to try to blame me for this, right? <laughs> uh-huh. I had relaxed, but now I'm tense again. What is wrong with his mother? Should I know about his mother? Have I met his mother yet? Oh, yes, God. you have met her. Oh, that woman. Okay. Yeah, she kind of doesn't like me for some reason. I don't think she looked at me past, like, my haircut. Once she found out <laughs> that you were openly a lesbian, she uh, had no use for you. <laughs> <laughs> this, is out, this is out of character. This is not Max talking. It's Max yeah. thinking. <laughs> well, it yeah. wasn't like she wasn't like wearing the militant Doc Martens and a pride shirt. Well, don't worry, Oren. I will deal with Mama Toulon for you. Thank you. Because <laughs> uh, the only exchanges we've really had is basically firing insults back and forth at each other. All right. So, um, do you guys have any question on how the system works? Um, the only the only thing I really need to uh, figure out is the, the merits of law stuff, because I was reading over that stuff, and there's stuff I want to add. Because Excellent. I because I still have to spend those fifteen points. The 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 freebie points. You all get fifteen freebie points. Um, I will put the cost of the freebie stuff in the general chat, and you guys can spend your freebie points on whatever you wish. Um. You gain quintessence. And you burn um, Paradox at a node. Right? So, um, and by the by, you can burn Quintessence to lower the difficulty further. Okay. So that there's no freaking, uh, you know, and if you roll willpower on top of that, there is no chance your spell will fail. And and, you know, so there are um, ways to you know, ensure that you don't um, you don't fail. But the trick is, is you can't use magic around normies because it um, contests their idea of reality and therefore the universe 
will bite you in the ass. So, I understand that as a player. As of yet, he has Max would not that. know that. <laughs> Get, he has not gathered that the reason why he couldn't close his wound was because of paradox. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. How do we use the spheres? The spheres, all the spheres do is let you know what you're capable of doing. So okay. in the book, it'll actually tell you at what point, like, you can manipulate your own body, which is a three. Manipulating other people, I believe, is a four. You know, like changing eye color, changing skin color, changing hair color. Um... Which you can do via matter. You can do it because hair. Um, so let's say we want to change my hair to a different color. Um, you can either use matter, you can use prime, or you can use life. And the idea is you come up with the... You can use all three if you so desire. Um... And you can um, you can use all three. Come on, Sako. I got distracted by a Discord message. Sorry. Um, and um, you would spend quintessence, spend willpower, roll a rete. Ideally, you wouldn't fail. And by the way, if someone sees you, even though your spell went off, it is considered vulgar and the, and the universe might bite you anyway. System-wise. Which, in, unless he gets to Professor Edge in time, might be happening to Max. <laughs> right. I appreciate the variability of this system. I like it. Chaos! Mm -hmm. I know Orn definitely be doing testing with his stuff in his house because of all the equipment he ha uh, testing equipment he has in his second bedroom. It's just going to be, ooh, what does this do? Ooh, what does this do? <laughs> so, um... Why don't we go around and you all remind me what your spheres are, Max? Um, get that sheet. I have one in correspondence, one in life, and one in prime. Excellent. Oren? Um, one second. I have one in forces, and that's it. Okay. One in forces, one in... I don't think anyone got matter. One in forces, one in matter, one in correspondence. For mine? Yeah, for orange. Oh, you got matter? Yeah, because mat because uh, you can really consider electricity antimatter because it it's a fluid uh, a fluid movement. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a form of energy matter. But because of the way that it 
manifests, it would be forces. Correspondence would help you hit your aim true. All right, so um, Sage, what do you have? I have one each in Entropy, Life, and Matter. Okay, excellent. Reina? Hey, oh, me. Um, I have one in Life and one in Spirit. Go ahead and take one in Time. Okay. And Portia. Portia? Sorry, I had to pee. I was watching okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull it up. I have notes. Okay. Thanks for your patience, y'all. Okay, I have, I used up my life, so I just have one No, time you, and still one have life. Life. you still, oh, still have, have life. Oh, I still have a life? Okay. You still have cool. life. And Arate is three. I don't know if you know. Yeah, you so know you have, you have life? I had one other thing, but I couldn't remember what it was. And I didn't write it down enough time, and I okay. should circle back. So you have life, you have matter, you have time, and you have mind. Okay, matter. Cool, I'll write it down. Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. Life, matter, time, and mind. <laughs> you all have a Rite 3. So I advise going through the book and seeing what that actually means to you. Um, also, researching your spheres and your levels to figure out what you are capable of doing. And 15 freebie points and five experience points. This is a combination of what you've done today, the extra scene that we did with the study group, and the um, RP situational stuff that you have been doing on the Discord server. Okay. Okay, so I will put both the freebie expenditure and the XP expenditure, the I'll pin the XP expenditure for sure, um, so that you guys can use it in the future. And uh, do you have any questions? Um, back to what I said earlier, um, would I uh, get with you privately about the flaws and merit stuff? Absolutely. Okay. Um, okay, so I use a house rule when it comes to merits and flaws. If you guys want to use merits and flaws, you have seven points to spend. You can, and you have to even out to zero. So you can, um, so you spend for merits you add four flaws and you should end up at like even. So you should have seven points in merits and seven points in flaws. If you don't find enough 
flaws or merits to um, even it out to seven, then like let's say you only get four points worth of stuff, then you get four points worth to the other side. As long as you break even, that is all that matters to me. Cool. Can you post what pages are best to read for the game in the book? Um, yes. Especially for those who are new to RPing in general. Um, there, there are entire chapters on how, like, especially the first couple of chapters of the book, um, they are breaking down how to RP at all, let alone for mage specifically. Perfect. Thank you. But I can give you specific pages when, you know, I have the chance. Cool. And I know somebody had mentioned, like... There's some stuff about serious characters in there somewhere. So if anybody knows where that is about in the book, that'd be super helpful to post in the chat. Thanks. So, so um, it's less about, um, are you capable of being serious? How was today's performance? I think it was good. Okay, good. Then possibly. Looks like I, I might think have it a was shot. Good. I think you might have a shot. I think I think with practice, you will eventually learn how to play a serious character. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have a sense of humor. Cool. So that is something to remember. All right. Unless there are any other notes that need to be taken down, I'm going to call this done do you guys want to do goods bads and uglies um for those of you who do not understand goods bads and uglies what i do is i take critique at the end of each game what this means is you say something you liked about the game which are your goods you say something you didn't like about the game which are your bads and your uglies which is could you give experience to another player who would it be and why so, um, do you guys want to do GBUs for today? Yes. Okay. Um, we'll start with Espen. Okay, so, goods. Um, I thought all of the awakening scenarios were really cool. Um, bads, shitty South African infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And uh, XP I will give to max for his high weirded out thing with the plant <laughs> i can make my skin split <laughs> <laughs> all right portia i agree with um sage it was really the awakenings are all really fun and it's just interesting to see how like, everybody's different personalities are coming out i'm really stoked about this game like very excited I also like how the universal and the magic will bite them in the butt. Mm-hmm. For losses, it's not just like, oh, you lost some life points. It's, no, now this rose is cutting, thorn, like, growing thorns, which I enjoyed. Um, I was kind of an idiot with my, like, getting on and off the thing, because, like, I accidentally hit the, like, 
<sighs> anyway, but That's okay. other than my technical difficulties, and then um, my points go to Espen because fantastic doctoring. Thank you. <laughs> Reina. Um, I'd have to say my good was also the awakening. So that was really fun. I like cool. seeing my grandma. Yay. Um, bads. I would have to. I don't know if I can think of a bad. Okay. Um, Which you absolutely don't Ooh. have to. <laughs> you absolutely I didn't don't get have any. To. I didn't get any actually studying studying done today. <laughs> Study group was all over the place. <laughs> so that, that's bad. Um, and I'd have to give my points to uh, Portia because the cookies it really brought up the vibe of the group today. It also Yay. derailed it, but it brought it. <laughs> Excellent. Orange. All right. Um, I'd have to say the good was now I have a, a secondary direction with since he's at at the right at this moment can control electricity. He ha uh, it's opened up some possibilities of what direction he can go with what he wants to do with his degree, mm -hmm. which is the full integration VR AR system, right? And how he can integrate that into how if somebody's playing say a game pain like how it could interact with the nervous system sure um i'd have to say the bad is i didn't get to really pull out his full um uh anti or yeah socially awkwardness uh, because, uh, like, like I explained in uh, our little pre-stuff, um, he is a very good-looking 32-year-old man, but he's severely socially awkward, and when he, in a sense, gets hit on by people that are attracted to him, he goes into fight-or-flight mode because he doesn't, he can't comprehend what's going on. Okay. Because all he knows is biology and technology and a oh. little bit of physics. Is that something that you want me to exploit? Oh, definitely. Okay. That's the reason why I was asking about the flaws because I had a couple of flaws I was looking at that I'm like, this could ha probably help with his social awkwardness to where it shows who he is. Sure. Um, and then, hmm... I would probably have to say I'd give a because he was silently watching as this whole thing was going on with the plant and he wants to think that he understands what's going on but uh, he's going to give it uh, I'm going to give it to Max because he because in his mind it, when he figures out what Max can actually do he's Gonna kind of use him for his own purposes a little bit mm -hmm. because of what he wants to do uh, do with the VRAR stuff, mm -hmm. and having a full-on med student could help in that. 
because the knowledge that he has could further what Oren wants to do. Interesting. And Max? Um, don't have any bads. Um, oh. Max is probably thinking right now, oh my god, I'm a cleric! Wait, no, no, I'm not. There are no gods involved. Are there, there are no gods, gods involved? involved? Are there gods involved? Wait, hmm. I'm a druid then, right? <laughs> druid? <laughs> He's just yeah. trying to put it in... Put it into game terms. Yep. Well, <laughs> what I can gather is we have two. I... We have two blue mages, a white mage, and uh, kind of like um, if you go into Final Fantasy terms, a um, and this is for Max. Um, what's it called? It's a. Um, I can't remember is what the name of the uh, class is in Final Fantasy, and then Orange basically the elementalist in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, I love D and D becoming a paradigm for Max. <laughs> Something between science and and D and D land, kind of like smashed together. If you want to make a paradigm out of that, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is another thing that I would love you to to do is is to look at paradigm and think about how your magic works think about the stats that you would use to make up your focus or your foci and um kind of like figure out how you how magic does what it does for you because obviously you know what's you can teach each other but um, it's not how you come across it. You is intuitive, mm. right? So um, your approach might differ from each other. And um, I will give my experience point to the one who healed my arm that I so uh, flippantly opened up. <laughs> myself because yeah. I thought it was Wah! cool <laughs> super fun alright my goods, bads and uglies is um, I'm really glad everybody enjoyed their awakenings um, to include Katarina because I struggled with yours for a week oh um, no <laughs> um, my bads um I don't know that I have any. Um, I was worried that maybe there was more sitting and watching than playing. But um, the scene at the end where everybody kind of did study group was, you know, I think that involved everybody to um, a satisfactorily, you know. It was a good introduction to the Scooby game. It was a good introduction to the Scooby game. Um but why am I Scooby? Too bad I I only own cats. Um, Porsche is totally shaggy. So you all actually gained experience for the experience that you you got from each other. So you get the five plus whatever your uglies were. And I'm doing the math in the chat now. Oh, cool, thanks. 
and um that is that is that um we will come back with session one on november 7th at 2 p.m which is a sunday and at least i think it is i have to double check <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay November 7th is a Sunday. It is also daylight savings time. And which we fall back. But um, it's also for most of us mid afternoon. So that point of the day, it's not that big a deal. Right. Yeah. And plus, time change doesn't really affect me because usually when it happens, I'm asleep anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm always tired. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it later for me, but mm -hmm. that's okay. I'll deal. It'll be earlier, I think. We'll send you caffeinated woo-woos. Uh, during standard time, it's a seven-hour difference instead of a yeah. six-hour difference. It's later for me. Because oh. South Africa doesn't do clock change. Oh, right. Ah, yes. So wise. Okay, then we'll come back November 7th with session one, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>